Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. Do you hear that bird outside the window? I thought about closing the window, but let's just roll with it. Hopefully, it's not too distracting to anybody. Um, welcome. It's been a couple weeks since I've been on here. I decided, although I really love the discipline of showing up to this um, space to record and put something out there weekly, I also just wasn't feeling like my creative juices were flowing enough, or maybe I wasn't even like really articulating well, oh, like over the microphone. The few times I sat down and tried to record, I just wasn't getting anything good. And I thought quality over quantity, let me not force it. So I gave myself permission to just step back and wait until the right moment um, came about. And today is it. I feel really good to be right here. I feel like my head is clear. Um, the children are out on a walk with their dad and I'm feeling just very calm right now. So I'm excited to record and I want to talk about something that is really carrying me through things going on in my life right now. Um, that, you know, anyone that listens regularly knows my whole jam and like, this is like the whole mama pacha mama brand, like all about healing and self-healing and women's empowerment to heal and, um, you know, sharing my story in hopes of inspiring others, connecting with others. Um, yeah, so as I continue on this never-ending journey of seeking out ways to heal myself, show up for myself, um, forgive myself, you know, re-examine my memories my traumas and uh, write a different story for myself, I suppose. That kind of sounds weird, but I'll explain why. Um, yeah, I've been just, you know, I'm diving deep all the time. There's a lot of big shifts happening in my life right now. I think I'm about today or tomorrow hit 14 weeks, I think. I'd have to like look it up again. I generally don't track this, but everyone asks, so it's just kind of like right there sitting in my head. Um, yeah, and I'm feeling like really good. Still like minor nausea, but overall feeling pretty energetic. I have no memory of this time in past pregnancies being able to like get up and do a workout and go for walks and, you know, keep up with the kids. But I'm feeling really um, full of energy, at least for most of the day until I need a nap or a really early bedtime. However, okay, so... Lordy Lou, there's so much going on in my life right now. And some of it's kind of scary just as far as like really confronting myself, confronting, kind of showing up with questions and trying to understand myself a little bit better. Step out of judgment, step out of shame, step out of guilt, um, and really just like show up for myself neutrally with love. And... Um, what I really want to get into today is letting go of that victim mindset. I think we all, everyone, everyone goes there at one point or another, right? It's just such an easy place to go. And as someone who has really felt like such a victim for most of my life, 
in so many different ways, um, I'm really trying to unlearn the pattern, right? Because it's a pattern. Things occur and we have like this, this like mental process that's basically like an ingrained pattern, a neural pathway of like how we, we react to things, how we deal with things. So there's this like very heavily ingrained pattern of feeling like a victim and it's like once you once you get once you understand and you see how that's a choice to to stay in the victim mindset it's not to say that we are not victims of abuse or victims of like really like freak accidents and stuff like that yes those things indeed do occur um but you know how we tell ourselves the story of of something that's happened a memory and it's it's really interesting how we just so quickly place ourselves um in the victim chair and we just kind of stay there and we don't budge and what I've come to realize is when you choose to be a victim in a situation, once, once you like view yourself as the victim, you're kind of, you kind of limit your ability to, to like learn from it because the victim mentality kind of tells us you had no control over this. This was done to you. You have been hurt by the world in some way, you know, you deserve compassion. Indeed, you do deserve compassion. We all deserve compassion. But I've been toying with this thought when, when anything arises currently or when old memories arise, I toy with this thought of like, what, what could I have done differently? Where could I have um, sp spoken up for myself? Where could I have walked away, ended the situation I was in? How could I have changed the situation I was in? And it's really interesting because when you, you know, and I, t I feel like I talk about everything kind of like comes together. And I feel like I talk about this a lot where, you know, showing up with curiosity. How can I show up with curiosity rather than defensiveness and, you know, all of that. So another thing that I feel like really goes well with this whole idea of um, feeling like a victim, it's, I wish I could, maybe I don't wish I could, maybe I should though, trace back like the where this all like came about because another thing I think I talked about it in the past like couple episodes and I've been bringing it up a lot with friends that I speak to um, because it's so heavily on my mind these days and what's interesting is the more I share this with women the more I hear them say indeed I relate to that feeling and that sounds a lot like what I've been through but I have experienced a lot of things that brought me great sadness. But because something in my life, at some point, for some reason, I stopped allowing myself to really sit with my sadness 
and be with my sadness and move through that feeling. And I felt I'm not allowed to be sad or there's no time to be sad. Whatever it might be, I don't know how to grieve. I don't feel supported through my grieving. Whatever it might have been. Avoiding the feeling and the process of, of experiencing grief turned into anger. And I have for so much of my, probably like all of my adult life, um, and probably pre-adult also, I have been known as being an angry person. Vivian gets so angry. She just has so much anger. And I've so heavily judged myself for how angry I get. And mostly because I, I hate myself when I'm angry. I see how awful I'm being. I see how cruel I can be with my words. I see how impatient I get. I see how uncomfortable it makes others. And I hate, I hate myself in those moments. But I'm also just horrified at what I'm feeling inside. And I feel so helpless. So what I've been doing is realizing, and I, like I said, I think I spoke about it in the episode where I talked about grieving. Um, what I, what I, what I realized was, you know, so much of that anger is really just sadness that never, never really, you know, I didn't really sit with the sadness and like comfort myself. No one else was really comforting me and nor did I really comfort myself through the sadness. So I've been going through this interesting, really beautiful process for a while now where I like old memories come into my head and, you know, I just kind of let myself go through the memory and I will feel the anger and I'll literally say to myself, no, Vivian, you're not angry. This isn't anger. You're so sad. You're so, you're feeling so sad and that's okay. It's okay to feel sad. You should feel sad because of this. Let yourself feel that sadness. And if I'm lucky, I'll cry. Crying just like does not feel that easy for me these days. And it's kind of a bummer. I really wish I could get some more cries in. But if I'm lucky, I'll cry or I'll just like sit there. And I really find myself kind of tuning into breath and holding my body in some space somewhere and just really sitting still and no judgment, no effort to like, change anything or rewrite anything but simply really see that memory feel that memory differently and allow myself to step away from the cloudiness of anger and just sit with that sadness and it's been really nourishing it's been so nourishing and it, I think it has been the um catalyst for this transformation of of like am I a victim of my story or am I like a powerful self-healing um intelligent being that can learn so many lessons and and and, and step that much deeper into the human experience and how beautifully complex 
and nourishing and just delightful. It really is. Um, and yeah, that, I, I feel like that, you know, and I, another thing I've recently talked about coming on here is stepping out of the head and into the heart. Um, so letting go of the ego of like what we want to feel or think in a situation and letting a, ourselves really just like let, let our heart guide us, um, really softens up memories and, um, just experiences as well. You know, we all the time are, like I said, flooded with memories of trauma or, or, you know, intensity and it affects us one way or another. So, yeah, so I have, uh, really felt, like I said, a, I felt like a victim for so much of my life. And I see how much that's held me back because, you know, the victim mentality really keeps you in a insecure state of mind in kind of this fight or flight. Um, the world is after me. I have no safety. Here's an example. You hear a story like new mother or mother with a newborn baby, um, you know, get in an accident and killed by a drunk driver. And like, I would hear a story like that and think, oh my God, that's like how we're victims to like just freaking life. Like a story like that will put you in that mindset of like, I could be a victim at any moment. Like how, you know, how can this be? How can the world work like this? And once again, like I'm not to, I'm not trying to discount freak accidents. This is, this isn't like, I don't think anyone's ever really trying to like downplay trauma for others and serious things that occur in other people's lives. But I have come to realize that indeed I do have a strong aura that I can strengthen. I have the power to create a healing, protective energy field around myself, around my family. And if that's like too esoteric for you, then you're probably not going to like a lot of my content because we are indeed magical, energetic humans that are capable of so much more than what we're like led to believe. I mean, this is lost wisdom. It's in the sense that like being passed down and this is also like innate in, in us, you know, it is, it is your intuition um, it is like your soul. There is just something. It is spirits. It is energy. It's all the things that we can't like scientifically break down. All of that is real and it's there. And you can tune into that and feel empowered by how powerful you really are. And you can fine tune it and sharpen it and strengthen that aura, that energy field and go through life gliding confidently I know my family is safe and protected. I know that I am doing what it takes to keep myself and my children safe and protected. I do believe that. And it really, it's, you, you, there has to be the willingness to let go of the victim mentality and the scariness, I guess, to my, some it might be scary. Um, you know, it's all a matter of perspective of saying, the power does lie in my hand 
and in my hands. And perhaps for many, that's like too much power. That's too, that's too scary, but it's, it's there if it's, if you're seeking that and it takes this kind of work, it takes the work of the, you know, the once again, shadow work, once what, I, which I'm, you know, constantly talking about as well. It takes going into your darkness and in leaning into everything you thought was too scary to confront or to feel or to understand. There's something so empowering about really being connected to all parts of you, the dark parts of you, you know, just the other night, I had a really dark dream. It was dark. And I can remember in the past having dark dreams and just like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, fuck that. Uh, uh. Like, this is not good. You know, really shaming myself and feeling guilt and just like desperately trying to erase this out of my mind. Where when this happened the other night, I just kind of sat with it and didn't judge it as good or bad or right or wrong, but really was like, wow, where could this be coming from? Um, what, what would bring me to these thoughts? Okay. It could be this. And you know, there's this thing and, and exploring it a little bit. Cause it, it, we're just so, <laughs> you know, we're just like, so like, I guess that reactive fight or flight, like, Oh, like avoid what's uncomfortable. So if you do the work, if I do the work, I'm not, I'm not even talking about others, just, you know, my own experience. If I do this work and I explore myself and I let myself, you know, it always sounds so simple. You read it and it sounds so simple. This idea of like, there is no good or bad or right or wrong. Things just are, man, that's really hard to sit with, especially in certain situations um, under cer certain circumstances, it's like, oh, hell no. Like I'm fucking right. That person is wrong. And that's it. There is no other way of looking at it. And I think we like, uh, you, there's always room for like having those moments where you're going to be there and that's fine. But I also think there's something really powerful about trying to, to exist in a moment, exist in a situation where you really remove that idea of right or wrong, good or bad, and you just let things be. And when you do that, you kind of, you become, I, I really think connected to source and connected to self, connected to intuition, to your third eye, you're tuning in, and you really get some clarity because we tell ourselves stories all the time, right? And we want to, we want to, you know, look for all the reasons our story is correct or, you know, so we can be the victim or so we can, you know, justify our laziness, whatever it might be. But, you know, the, the, the taking away, stripping away the judgment of things being good or bad, right or wrong, and just seeing them for what they are is really beautiful. And it's been really interesting to bring that into my world as someone who, you know, for a lot, a lot of my life was highly defensive and always wanted to blame someone else. All of the low hanging fruit of how to exist was, you know, that was me. I didn't, I, I really don't think I knew any better. And as I learn, as I try out 
What's it like to live in higher integrity? What's it like to take radical ownership of my entire experience? That's really powerful because when you choose to not be the victim and instead you say, I can learn from this, I can better the situation, there is no limitation in whatever I want to achieve from here on out, I can do if I'm willing. And that's it. That's where it ends. Like it's, sure, you can tell yourself, oh, I don't have the time. Oh, I don't have the resources. Oh, I'm not creative enough. I'm not supported enough. But you will find people out there with all of those Technically, all of those same excuses, yet they still managed to make, um, create the life for themselves that they wanted, despite whatever things, whatever victim stories they told themselves, right? So I, right now, am very much leaning into, I'm leaning into that, man. Can you hear it in my voice? I feel it, especially when I start talking about this, like, wow, I'm going through a lot right now, but really feeling just that trust in divine timing and knowing that when I'm making the decision that is in my best interest, that blessings just start kind of popping up. And then when I'm leaning into the decisions that are fear-based, things just get kind of stagnant. It's interesting to observe. The energy speaks for itself. There is just flowing vibrations when you are in the right, um, on the right path, right path. I'm not going to say right path. When you're on a path to like deeper trust in yourself and in, 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 in the universe and source and life, but within, if you're like trusting yourself within more, you're letting go of like, I'm a victim of all of this. And you're stepping into, what can I learn from this? How much deeper can I, can I take myself? And then simultaneously expanding, right? Because the deeper within we go and we discover all of those nooks and crannies within, the more we expand as well. Like the more we have to offer others, the more we glow, Um, wow, it's so powerful. So I know you right now, you listening, I know that you have some kind of victim story in your head in some way. God, I have a million. And I'm, so I'm just going to tell you my process and encourage you to see what it feels like to like, just shift perspective a little. I think that's a good way to say it. Um, Yeah, so something happens and I think, oh, why is this happening to me? Why did I get screwed over like this? And (laughs) I kind of laugh at that now when I start having that feeling. I let myself feel it. Like, you know, I want to be a little brat, a little toddler brat throwing a tantrum. Like, all right, girl, get it on. Like, do your do your little brattiness. And then I'm just like, okay, got that out of the way. Now, like, where, where, where am I not showing up for myself? Where am I lacking awareness? Where am I not 
covering all of my responsibilities? Where am I not, um, in, you know, aligned with my integrity? And what can I do differently? For instance, um, you know, uh, uh, your water gets shut off. This recently happened to us. Your water gets shut off because you didn't pay a bill on time. It's like, oh, blah, blah, this, that. You're upset. You're getting angry. You're yelling at the world. Like all this happened. You're blaming your spouse, this and that. But then it's like, okay, right on, whatever, all that. What do I need to do differently so this doesn't happen again? What can I do to ensure that I've, that I've covered all my bases to prevent this from happening again? What does this say about my lack of awareness, my lack of um, maintaining my commitments? Simple. It's simple. And, um, you know, it's simple with, with things like that. But then it's also where it gets a little bit more complicated, but it's really beautiful and powerful is um, in our relationships with people. And we, we just so easily fall into these patterns of behavior in our relationships. So we expect someone to react in this way. So then we react in that way. And then they're triggered to react. And, and it's like, I mean, I bet most people can like predict the outcome of like confrontation, conflict or whatever in most of the relationships because these, they just all become patterns in our lives, right? So I've really been stepping into in these moments, like challenging myself and bringing awareness and being like, hey, Vivian, you're blaming that person right now. You're blaming them. How can you, how can you shift the blame away from them? And that's not saying like blaming myself, but how, how can you take responsibility for where you can do it differently so it doesn't occur like this anymore? And oftentimes it's, um, as simple as just like apologizing, even when you feel like you don't need, you shouldn't have to apologize or really trying to understand the other person's perspective, calling out your own hypocrisy, um, you know, calling yourself out on, wow, I, you know, I'm really, I'm really getting overreactive and emotional right now. And maybe I just need to cool off and come back to this. I don't know. There's just like so many ways. And you know, what's interesting is when people expect you to behave a certain way and you surprise them with like reacting differently and behaving differently, it freaking, it, it, it rattles things in a really interesting way. Um, and then perhaps that, that like, it can be the catalyst for like, how can we handle this differently? Um, and a lot of it really is taking ownership of, of situations rather than being the victim. And it, once again, it's not to say that we're never victims of like shitty things, but it's, it, it also doesn't hurt to say, where could I have done things differently and so I can learn from this and and I mentioned this earlier but you know something that I've really been seeing in my life lately is you shut yourself off from learning when you just go into 
defensive victim mode. You you really you stunt yourself. You you you're doing yourself no favors by you're like, oh, here's my defense. I was a victim of, you know, the dog ate the meal that I just cooked for my family. And, you know, it's like, um, you, you prevent yourself from really doing that critical thinking (laughs) where you're just like, huh, well, maybe the lesson here is to make sure that I always keep the food a like safe distance away from the, you know, the edge of the table so that a dog or little, you know, grabby hands of a child can't reach up there and knock all the food over. Like, that's something I should be mindful of. I have a dog and, you know, little children in the house. Like, going through that process of saying, of, of like, getting, of like, where can I learn from this? Really, and interesting how then you're, you're moving away from the anger. Because it's the blaming and the defensiveness that gets us angry, right? Because it's like, well, the fucking dog, you know, the dog is right there. Like, why, why, why isn't he better trained, you know, and you're a bad dog. You know, it's like, and then that we really give into the anger when we feel like we have a target to set our anger toward. But it's like, are we really wanting to be that angry with ourselves? <sighs> Not really. So instead, like, huh, man. Like what could, and sometimes, sometimes it's, it's simp, it, the, the solution is really simple. I think actually often the solution is, is clearer communication, clear communication. And as someone who I think articulates well and can communicate well, I often struggle with like, just let me clarify. And that's like the, the word clarity, clarification, you know, clearing it up, you know, that word is really prominent in my vocabulary these days, because I want to make certain that there is no, oh, well, what did you know? Here, let me make myself very clear to you. And I never really was, I never was this person before who was like, oh, I get the feeling you might have misinterpreted what I said. So I'd like to clarify, this is what I mean by what I said. I wasn't that person for most of my life. And now that I'm doing that, it really helps prevent those, oh, we had a miscommunication. Because I'll tell you what, in my marriage, there has been so much of that. And all it would have taken was for me to be more clear with my communication. But I, I, you know, that felt too scary for me often. So leaning into just like taking responsibility. um, And with all of this being said, I also have to say that like, you know, we need to also know, of course, everyone knows this, but it's good to reiterate when to ask for help. Um, one to reach out for, uh, to, for, for assistance from others, help from others is always really important. So as I say, um, take responsibility for your own life. I also don't mean burn yourself out and take on too much. I just mean, you know, how do we shift? How do we shift out of this victim mindset? That's, I mean, we are plagued, culturally plagued by this right now people are really milking it hard 
here, I'm a victim and this is why. So better time than ever than I can't think of a better time to move beyond that and be like, I don't think these people are happy. I don't think these people that are constantly leaning into the role of a victim are freaking happy. Actually, I know they're not. I can look at their face. I can feel their energy. I feel their vibrations. That is not a happy person. Who's happy? Who do you know that's happy? I'll tell you who. People that aren't complaining all the time, people that show gratitude, people that are taking responsibility no matter where they are in their life. It's like you can be wherever on your journey, but if you're taking responsibility and you're doing the work and you're like showing up with with an open mind and an open heart, you're you're probably like feeling a certain amount of happiness. Yeah, life gets hard, blah blah blah, but those are the happy people I know. So fuck the victim mentality. Fuck that. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. And it's interesting that I, I spent so much of my life in that mindset. Oh, I'm a victim. And it's like, you know, now I'm having to go through and <laughs> when old memories pop up and that memory is clouded with the victim mentality, I really have to, as a wiser you know, version of myself say, hey, younger Vivian, it's all good, girl. It's all good. You didn't know better, but now you know. So let's pick you up. Let me give you a big old hug. Yeah, that situation situation sucked, but you know what? You love where you are in life now. Like I literally love my life more than ever. And I'm like, every shit thing in my past brought me here. So do I really want to sit here and play victim? Do I really feel like it's worth the energetic weight of playing that role? Because it's like when you're living in the moment as a victim, it's heavy. You are not glowing. You are not vibrating. You are not going outward. It is It is a dark, lonely place. So Do I really want to continue living with that mindset, knowing that after everything I've been through, all the times I thought I was a victim, to be here now and be at peace with my past and happier than I've ever been, do I really want to keep falling into that role moving forward? Or what kind of exponential growth, spiritual growth, personal growth, growth, um, self-mastery, self-love, connection to source, connection to the people I love, deepening of the relationships in my life. How much of that can happen at this incredible rate if I let go of the goddamn victim mentality and I like really just like take it on, take it on. What can I do differently? How can I make a little more money so I can hire someone to help me with my kids more so I have more time to do my work instead of being like, well, I don't get any help and no one's, you know, no one's watching out for me. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not playing that game anymore. Oh, how boring and miserable. And that's how we turn to vices because we're desperate. But when you turn on that that self-responsibility and... Um, lean into it with love, 
I think it's like kind of, it's like really fun. Like it's critical thinking, but a fun, interesting way. You know, it's not, I don't find it scary. I find it like, huh, like, and I, this, I, this energy right here, as I say this, and I feel this in my voice, I really feel myself channeling my mom because this is her. She just has these beautiful moments that she's just like, okay, well, here's, here's the solution. Or how about we do this? And sometimes she says stuff and I'm like, duh, like, duh. And she'll just kind of laugh like this big laugh. And, you know, we'll just be, and I'm like, man, it, it's fun. It gets fun. Life gets so fun and interesting and playful when you step into that, like, I can solve any problem. Like I am like my own worst enemy or my own best friend. Like that's your choice, man. You like, that's literally it. You can pick one. <laughs> oh, life is so beautiful. So yeah, I'm like in some, I'm like keeping my personal things personal right now. I will reveal at some point, but given everything going on in my life, I feel like I'm so happy that I've done all of this work to like bring my heart where it is and um, my body feels so healthy. I can't believe I'm actually enjoying pregnancy for once. This is beautiful. I can believe it. I worked really hard emotionally, mentally, um, and physically to finally enjoy something that I love. I love bringing babies into the world. Um, and yeah, I have so many reasons to just really be so full of gratitude and love for every single moment of my life. And I could also probably sit here and, and tell a sob story and a victim story of why I have so many reasons to be you know, to receive pity from people because of, you know, how hard my life is. But like, no, nah, fuck that story. I'm not a victim. Like my life is only getting better and it's happening at this beautiful rate. And I'm so full of love and gratitude. So thank you for tuning in. I'm going to end it there and come back next week. I'm thinking Tuesdays or I'm sorry, not Tuesdays. Today's Sunday. I'm thinking Sundays might be my day for releasing a new episode, for recording and releasing. Sundays feel good. I like the way Sunday feels. And I've also been toying with this idea of maybe throughout the week, hopping on here and just doing little short segments, like maybe five or 10 minute, um, like short things. I don't know if you are listening and you like reach out to me and let me know if that would be interesting to you. Cause I feel like I always have these like small little things that I love to come on here and share. And then I'm like, can I expand that into, you know, 30 to 30 minutes to an hour or something? Anyway, I don't know. I'm like setting these like silly limitations here where I could obviously just come on here and do a five minute episode because quality over quantity. Um, all right. I hope you enjoy your Sunday. It's so beautiful out here. I have everything I need to grill out because that's just like my jam. I do all the grilling in this house and we all love it. The kids just play outside and we eat good food and yeah, just a beautiful way to spend time outside. So Get your booty outside in the sun, eat some good food, um, get out of the victim mindset, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, forgive yourself, show yourself compassion, and be a problem solver. 
Um, I love you. Until next week. Bye.